0: Hello and welcome. This may be a place you've been many times, or this may be your first time. And either way, this is a brand new moment. So connect to your presence, open your heart, and get curious as I share real life experiences, practices, and organic medicine that will help you expand into your higher self. Because if we're not growing towards the light, we're dying in the darkness. And I'm here to tell you, you were born to live. Together, we will plant seeds, pull weeds, lean into shadows, and tend to our soil, giving us the nourishment that we need to root down and find the power within to be our most authentic self so that we may receive all the abundance that awaits us. Are you ready? Okay, here we grow. Hello, you beautiful being of light. Welcome back to the show. Welcome to this moment. Welcome to the present. I'm so honored to be here. I'm so honored you are joining me. I just want to take a moment to reflect on how special of a connection is and how special it is that you're leaning into this moment to these messages, to your healing, to what it means to be alive and it's really powerful that you continue to show up for yourself even if this is the first time here in this moment on this podcast, you're showing up for yourself. And there's a message there for you that you're looking for fulfillment by taking care of yourself, by tapping into self-care, by opening up to the journey, to being willing to go within, to look into the darker sides of our life, to plant seeds, to do the work, and to trust that there will be a harvest and whatever that harvest looks like for you I trust that it is perfect and divine and not perfect in the sense that there won't be mistakes and not perfect in the sense that there won't be hard work associated and not perfect in the sense that we attach to perfection, but perfect in the imperfect ways. Perfect that the exact message is divinely waiting for you perfect in that exactly how you are right here right now is perfect and that's a tough concept I am a recovering perfectionist I was a gymnast from an early age and anything less than perfection was not acceptable and that's an interesting way to begin life especially as a young woman And yet it was perfectly divine to guide me to where I am today, to bring a lot of tools and skills that I'm so proud of and also some darkness that I get to work through now as an adult. And I'm recognizing that more and more and realizing that we need both sides, the dark and the light. They are both perfectly measured and perfectly integrated into our life just as we need them and yet if we lean too heavy on one side or the other we won't have that balance so this practice is about finding that balance and when i think of the the yin yang of our life i think of the symbol that it is right that beautiful dark black side that beautiful white side and then just a spot of each on either side and that is the balance that is the balancing point so as we connect to each other and to ourself by leaning into both sides we get to open up to the gifts that are available no matter where we're at so breathe in to the right here right now finding our grounding through our breath Our breath is the quickest way to return back to our center, to be present in the moment, to find a grounding that we need to find strength, to grow from, to live from. (sighs) So as you take a few deep breaths into this moment, I invite you to come in through the nose, bringing the breath all the way in to nourish you and then letting it go out the mouth with a nice gentle sigh (sighs) inviting you once again coming in through the nose with the breath and letting it go all the way (sighs) and each time see if you can fill up a little bit more and if you can let go of a little bit more Inviting a mantra in this moment, I give myself permission to let go. Your mantra, I give myself permission to let go. Let go of what? That's up to you. What are you giving yourself permission to let go of in this moment of grounding? In this moment of opening? In this moment of reconnection what do you let go of what are you ready to move forward from what are you ready to set down set aside is it worry is it fear is it doubt is it perfectionism is it control What are you letting go of right here, right now? I give myself permission to let go. I'm ready to let go of what's no longer mine. Maybe a part of this letting go is knowing that you've been carrying something for someone else that's no longer yours to carry. Let it go. Through your breath, Know that this permission is here at any time in moments of heaviness, in moments of worry, in moments of fear and sadness and anger. We recognize these emotions. We recognize what's coming up to surface from the shadows. And we recognize what's ours, what's not. And we give ourselves this permission to let it go. It doesn't mean you don't care. It doesn't mean that we can't come back to it. It doesn't mean that you're wrong or bad by carrying it. It just means it's no longer serving you and we can let it go, giving ourselves that permission. (sighs) A couple of deep breaths, feeling a sense of lightness as we release the baggage. Maybe you set down the whole backpack. Maybe you take a couple of rocks out of the backpack. Whatever your symbolism is to this letting go, allow that. I am ready to let go of what is no longer mine. To be balanced and centered, I allow myself to release what no longer serves me allow, permission, let go, find balance, breathe, find the moment, find the present over and over. And this practice is so potent, so simple, not easy, so simple. And this practice creates space for what does serve me, And I allow myself to invite in what's best for me and my highest self. I allow this space to open me, to invite in what does serve me, to invite in what will help cultivate this light within me, to help me root down, to rise up into my highest self. And just as we noticed what we were letting go, what do we choose to allow in? How much love and light and nourishment can we receive? Do we feel worthy of that? Of course we are. And yet, somehow we talk ourselves out of this worthiness. So set it down, create space, invite it in, Notice what comes up for you. Notice how we feel. Notice what we have been choosing that has maybe been heavy in our lives and what we would like to choose. Finding balance over and over. The dark and the light are always existing within us. Sometimes the dark takes over. Sometimes we plant that seed and we get nervous that the seed won't know when it's time to rise up to the surface and blossom into whatever plant or herb or flower it is desiring it to be. So we require this trust of the process while we are in the dark, while the seed is underneath the surface, in the soil. And we nurture it, we water it, we take care of it, and we trust that it will do what it knows best. We find this trust and this balance within nature. How are you nurturing yourself when the seed is under the surface in the darkness, in the soil? How are you nurturing yourself? And we do this by letting go what is no longer serving us, the heaviness, the things that maybe aren't ours. And we invite in and we call in what we desire. We create space and call it in, invite it in, allow it in, and we build this worthiness. And sometimes it starts with something so small, allowing in space and time to just Take care of ourselves for nurturing ourselves for self love, for self care, for practices and rituals that will cultivate this light within. That is allowing, that is showing ourselves we are worthy, that is proving that we deserve this time and this nurturing. And how often are you giving it to yourself? Five minutes, beautiful. Ten minutes, Nurturing, feeling it, leaning in, 20 minutes, 20 minutes a day, imagine. What if we spent an hour a day nurturing and tending to our soil and our garden, releasing and removing weeds and debris that's no longer serving us? One hour a day, that's one twenty-fourth of the day of the allotted time that we have on our daily life, one twenty-fourth. And yet an hour seems so massive, like, oh my gosh, how am I going to fit in an hour of self-love, an hour of ritual, an hour of practice? One 24th of our day, one hour. And that might not be possible every day, but start with five minutes. And on the days that you do have the hour, lean into the hour, feel it know that you are worthy prove to yourself your worth your love the depths of which we love ourselves is the depths of which others can love us so we if we have a lot of fear and anger and sadness that's at our surface and we don't take the time to tend through it to feel it to recognize what it is We won't be able to clear the space to be loved in a way that we know we want and deserve to be loved. If you're not making time for yourself, others won't have the ability to make that time for you. (sighs) Feel that resonate through the body. How you love yourself gives permission to others. To love you just the same. If our head talk is just dark and shitty all the time, how do we expect someone else to bring us out of that? And yet, that head talk is going to pop up. Those moments of unworthiness, of doubt, of sorrow, of despise of the past or worry of the future. That's always there. It's inevitable. The dark parts of us are inevitable and how do we bring it back to the light what is the practice that we lean on the ritual that we need to have within our daily tool belt that continues to bring us back we notice we take accountability and we then have an actionable shift Shifting ourselves over and over and over back to center. And sometimes we need to wallow in the darkness. Sometimes we need to feel that pain. I spent much of my weekend crying and feeling a pain that lives deep within me of knowing how much addiction is affecting so many lives. It's affected my life. It's affecting so many close to me. Everyone has a story. And that hurts my heart. The empath within me wants to save the world. And yet, if I get lost in that and I don't continue to take care of myself, I am no help to the world. If I don't have the light within me, how will I guide others to find the light and then light up their own light? It's like we're carrying around this torch, right? This torch of light that is within us. And if that's dim and dim all the time or dim for long periods of time, how will others find us and connect with us? And then once they find that connection, can our light be bright enough to help them light their own torch? I'm feeling so called and so guided to community community love, community support, this oneness that lives and exists within all of us. We are all so similar. We have such similar struggles. No matter how much money you have, no matter where you live, no matter your job, no matter your relationship, your color, your race, no matter any of those external components, we all live to breathe in the same manner. Our heart pumps to keep us alive in the same manner. This breath that we all cherish, that is our life force, is required for every single one of us. Every living being needs breath. So imagine being able to come back to the breath over and over and over and cultivate this light within through our breath, through our centered balance. Imagine the one person you can inspire One person is all it takes to make an impact. Just one. What if you could impact one person every day through a smile at the grocery store, through a nice gesture, through a phone call to a friend you haven't talked to in a while, through your own self-care, allowing that to be the root and the base of our existence, creating this foundation this loving space we can come back to over and over and over. The world isn't a super loving place in a lot of regard. And yet there's so much love to be found. And imagine that if you had a loving self self practice, if you had a safe space that you could come to over and over and over, you wouldn't need others to fulfill you in that way. You could allow those relationships to fill you in a whole new way because you're not seeking love from them. Of course, it feels amazing. And of course, that connection is incredible. And yet, if we have it already within ourselves, our head talk is on the lighter side. Our body feels nourished and happy and healthy because it's leaning towards the lighter side. We will be less desperate to have other people and other situations and other things fulfill us in this way. The money, it will just be an icing on the cake. The travel, the great job, the happy days, the loving relationships, the great connections, that will all be icing on the cake, but the cake is rich and nurturing and fulfilling because it is the basis of your self-love. So constantly be working on your cake, on your foundation. If we're always looking for the icing, what do we have to put it on? (laughs) Such an interesting metaphor that's coming to surface. Like, oh, I must be hungry for cake. (laughs) And yet, it's such a cool thing to think about. If the cake and the filling, the cake portion of our life is our self-love, And it's this rich, moist, beautiful, happy, healthy, internal feeling. And then the rest is the icing. Wow, we don't need other people to fulfill us in the way that we thought that we did. Of course, it's amazing when somebody reaches out to you just to say hi. Or somebody holds the door at the grocery store. Or you find a dollar on the ground. Or somebody in front of you pays for your coffee. Right, All those things are amazing and that adds to our light, but the torch itself, the filling of the cake, the foundation of our soil, that's all our job. That's up to us. We must nurture it and fill it and create it and make it in a way that keeps us grounded, that gives us permission to let go. That invites, allows us to invite in what we do need to nurture this foundation, this cake, this nurtured soil, this grounded aspect of ourself, right? So the message here is that it's up to you. How do you want to feel on the inside? And staying aligned in your practice is one of the surest ways to help. Have a really yummy cake to help have a really beautiful nurtured soil within, to have a really strong foundation for your home. That's up to you. That's your work. Taking accountability and responsibility for that work instead of seeking externally to be fulfilled by it. Because if we're constantly living in the space of when I get that job that I love, I will feel a certain way. When I'm in a relationship that lifts me up, that's loving and nurturing, I will feel loved and nurtured. When I have the money, when I have the health, right? Think of how many ways we give our power away. And yet, right here, right now, no matter how much money you have, no matter the job you're in, no matter the relationship you're in, you get to take your power back and fulfill yourself in a way that is so balanced that is so healthy, that is so self-loving, that the rest is a bonus. And I'm not saying that there won't be darkness. That's not a part of the practice. That's not real life. I'm saying there will be balance. I'm saying it will be easier to pull yourself out of that shadow part. I'm saying that the head talk won't be as harmful because you will recognize quicker Whoa, I am in a shitty headspace and I'm speaking to myself in a way that I wouldn't speak to anyone outside of my life. Hold on. What am I feeling? What has contributed to this? How can I pause and reflect? Maybe I need to go punch a punching bag or a pillow or scream at the top of my lungs in my car when I'm hopefully alone, (laughs) not screaming at anybody or anything, right? Like, how do I need to process this low vibrational, heavy energy? what rock can I take out of my backpack is this mine to carry we pick up energies all through life depending on who you're around what you're consuming right like all of these energies online on social media through tv through conversation through past conversations that are still running through your head Heavy, heavy energies like to attach to us and they especially like to attach to us when we're low and we're susceptible and we're vulnerable in a way that's low vibrational. There's different types of vulnerability and in this case, if you're consuming low vibrational energies, you are going to feel that way and then you will be more susceptible to that low vibrational vulnerability that darkness will start to overcome you because you haven't filled your life with purpose and putting light into your system as much as possible. You haven't had your grounding practice. You haven't been reading a book that fills you up. You haven't been watching a program that brings light to you. And I'm not saying that you have to do the practice all the time, but just notice. Notice if you're leaning towards the darker, heavier energies. One of the quickest ways to have a low vibrational energy field is to not be getting enough rest. Sleep is the quickest way to fulfill yourself, to light your light back up, to plug yourself back in through rest. A good night's sleep is a game changer. Your morning routine starts the night before. So I like to just continue to cultivate ways that will help us fulfill our light, to keep bringing us back to center, to keep finding balance, to find an aware place in our life where we get to fill ourselves back up. Lots of rest. Listening to your body. I know that there are nights when I don't get a full night's sleep or... I go to bed too late because I'm watching a program or I'm scrolling on my phone. I immediately feel it in the morning. My whole day is different. And that wasn't that way before because my body had become used to that when I wasn't clear and conscious of the practices that work for me and fill me up. So it didn't matter as much because I felt like garbage more often than not, especially when I was drinking alcohol. It was just kind of like, oh, this is how I'm going to feel, so wake up, try and find a heavy, y- 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 for some reason, yucky breakfast was always, you know, like, what's the greasiest thing I can eat? Give me some coffee. Just, you know, sludging through my day. And it wasn't until I cleared my vessel and realized how good I could actually feel. I don't think we realize how good we can actually feel, especially when we're in the dark, especially when we're in the heavy, we just kind of accept it like, oh, yeah, I just don't sleep good. And that's how that is. Yeah, I don't really like to eat well. Yeah, I just have a glass or two or three of wine of night or yeah, beer is my go to after work or whatever the case may be, we just accept it. And then it becomes a habit. And then we forget how good we can feel. And again, it's going to be a balance. There are days that I wake up because I got a great night's sleep. I drink my water, I get outside, I have sunshine on my face. I have a nice hike. I'm productive for my work day. I have great conversations. I read my like enlightening book. you know like that's a really great day for me. I have a great conversation with a friend or I might have lunch with somebody that lights me up or watch a pot watch a uh a show that I love or a pot, listen to a podcast, right? Like all these things that, that bring light to my life that I know will help me lean towards the light. And then there are some days where I take my time getting out of bed and it's slower and I might make a, you know, a breakfast that's not on the light side. I might watch TV and find a program that's a little bit more mind numbing as I call it. I might just be on a lower vibrational day sometimes i'm okay with it sometimes i'm not sometimes i'm like damn it this sucks (laughs) i don't like this i want to be on the light side but we can't be on the light side all the time we will burn out think about too much sun is desert right like we need the darkness we need both aspects and yet finding the balance is the key so think for a moment what are the practices in your life that you can integrate every single day? What are three practices you can integrate every single day? And start as obtainable as possible. If you've never meditated and you're like, I'm going to meditate every morning for 20 minutes. It's admirable, but it's a little too far out of reach. So what's something that's reachable? Five minutes a day, I'm going to sit and listen to a guided meditation, or I'm just going to sit with the sun on my face, or I'm going to do a walking meditation. Meditation is so, so powerful. And if the word meditation brings up a lot, really what it is, is just stillness. It's just consciousness. And if meditation makes you think that is a practice that you're not supposed to have thoughts, that's really not the case. It's awareness of the thoughts. And actually, if you're aware of your thoughts, if you're aware of your feeling, if you're aware of your actions, that's a form of meditation. Meditation is awareness. So five minutes a day bringing a stillness practice to your life. Maybe you don't drink a lot of water. And you want to bring water into your daily habit, your daily practice. Or you want to be more consistent with it. There's an app on your phone that you can set to remind you to drink water. And for a long time, I would ignore mine. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And now when mine pops up, I take a sip of water. (laughs) It's like as easy as that, right? Like, oh, hi, yeah, thanks for the reminder. And I drink a ton of water. I love water. And yet we still need reminders. So setting that reminder. Maybe your desire is to feel physically better and you know that you could incorporate eating better in your life, better eating habits. Start obtainable. Start with a really good breakfast. Yeah, start with crowding out the yucky because I find that if we just say like, okay, I'm going to remove carbs. Wow, that's a huge (laughs) obtainable, not obtainable Practice. So, how can you just like add more vegetables into your life, right? Or add more healthier grains, switch a white rice for a brown rice, like make little switches like that that are obtainable and just start to notice? And what I find is that we then start to crave the healthier side of things. It's really interesting. It's really interesting when we add more goodness to our life instead of focusing on removing. Or focusing on what's not working we just focus on what we do want to add maybe you want more community in your life so you join a gym or you join a club right once a week you start meeting up with people that's what I've done I've been really seeking community where I live so I meet up with some friends once a week and we do a dinner we do a happy hour and I find a yummy mocktail that I love and we have great conversation or we laugh or we joke or we hike, right? Like once a week and that's turned into more. Now I crave it. And before I was really leaning towards the introverted side, which can be really dangerous for me because I get in my head or I get stuck in scrolling or, you know, like we need community. We need that connection. So picking a couple of things that you'd like to add into your daily life that fill you up and make space for it so make space by allowing yourself to let go of what's no longer yours or let go of a past hurt past feeling let go of a future worry and create this space within you and I would highly encourage you I invite you to have your breath be your main practice maybe you set a reminder to Breathe. And I know that sounds so funny, but like, what um, am I breathing? Is it deep? Is it nourishing? Is it going in and out through my whole body? Am I expanding and contracting with awareness? Add a breath work to your practice. And I love to start my day with that because it invites in this clarity. It rids of all the the stagnant air that we've been holding on to through the night because we don't take a big, huge, typically, we don't take a bunch of big, huge, deep breaths through the evening, through the night, through our sleep. So I like to start my day with that, getting that fresh blood flow, that oxygen, that fueling my brain. It helps me wake up. It helps me come to life. So I invite you to have breath work be a part of it. Movement, any form of movement, adding some healthier aspects of your food, removing some toxins. I know I said not not to do removal, but noticing where that's at. How can you crowd that part of it out? What can you add in that helps satisfy you so you don't feel like you need some of those toxins? And then sleep, getting really good rest really good reset imagine it's like plugging your phone in plugging your computer in it's so required so necessary to keep our battery going to refill us up to reconnect so I encourage you to write some stuff down write down your thoughts write down what's come up for you open your journal open a piece of paper open the notes tab on your phone whatever serves you and just write a few things of what's come up. What are some of the heavier, darker aspects of life that keep coming up that are reoccurring that you'd like to start setting down and letting go so you can create space? And then on the flip side, what are some things you would like to invite in and fill that space with? Getting really conscious, getting really curious. What are some Things outside of the box that you'd like to invite in that maybe you've never done or that are sounding interesting to you that you've never tried. Get curious and just know that to be balanced and centered, we get to release what no longer serves us and we get to allow the love that we deserve. Create space and notice that we may choose to fill ourselves up with things that nurture us, with the ingredients that build our cake, taking our attention off of what we don't have and getting really grateful and really connected to what we do have that will help us build this abundant cake, this abundant life, this nurtured soil, this healthy foundation. Call it in. Invited in. Let me know how it goes. I would love to hear from you. I would love for you to share this podcast, share this episode. My intention is to touch as many lives and inspire one person a day at least. I am definitely realizing my purpose in this world, my purpose in this lifetime is to serve and serve in a way that helps people find their light helps people reconnect to the abundance within that helps people live a more fulfilling life. And I'm constantly thinking about it. I'm constantly thinking of ways that I can touch people's lives and inspire and share my story. Share my story of what brings me into the darkness and how I get out of it and how I balance it and share my story of some of the painful past that I've learned from and grown from and I am so grateful to have this platform, to have this space to be able to share and I would just love to hear from you and hear what resonates and I'm always open to suggestions so that I may learn and grow and yeah, reconnect over and over and over. So I think on, I'm new to the Apple platform, but I think on the platform you can rate and comment right there. Um, if you're on Spotify, I believe there's an option too, or you can reach out to me on my Instagram, which is here we grow X O. I think it's here we grow dot X O. Yeah, that's what it is. There's a dot in there here we grow dot X O on Instagram, or feel free to email me here we grow X O at Gmail. So many ways to connect. And I just love, I love hearing from everyone that's already reached out and everybody that's finding this and connecting to this and i just i have so much desire to grow this and so much joy that comes from this community and this connection already and and we're just getting started so thank you for listening thank you for connecting to yourself to your messages within to trusting the process to feeling your feelings the highs the lows and finding that beautiful balance within the dark and the light that resides within all of us trust the process you are worthy of love and light and a beautiful balanced life so look to nature she will show you the the beauty in balance so thank you i love you here we grow